Welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. I'm Joe from B1029, and we have Shyler from B1029, and we are recapping and discussing and dissecting some of the big entertainment stories from the week of July 14th, 2023. So let's kick things off with um, Twitter, which I know some people are on the fence about regarding since Elon Musk has taken it over. They unveiled a new logo, and basically it's an X. It's a stylized X. And apparently there's a there's a photo of the logo being projected onto a building. But according to company CEO Linda Yaccarino, I believe that's how you pronounce her name, yeah. uh, the reason for the X is, quote, X is the future state of alt unlimited interactivity centered in audio, video, messaging, payments, baking, uh, or banking, not baking. A global marketplace for ideas, goods, services, and opportunities. Powered by AI, X will connect us all in ways we're just beginning to imagine. So, yeah, X. That is Twitter's official new logo. I believe you go to X.com, it'll take you to Twitter. Um, I know, like, the little bird is still kind of in the background, I guess, but X will, I believe, take it all over. So, I don't know. It's very Elon Musky. Uh-huh. And I don't know. I mean, you got the SpaceX program. Um, the man really likes the letter X. He does. There's, I believe there's a, isn't there, there's a, well, there's a Tesla Y. I'm sure, that, I wonder if there'll be ever a Tesla X. Maybe there is. I don't know. Um, But yeah, it's just like, uh, I mean, for branding's sake, I get it. Um, But I don't know. I just. Mm. But for branding for what? Like he's. Twitter has its own brand. This oh, is I just, know. This is just his ego getting in his own way yet again. Like, yeah. the, he's he's nothing if not consistent because it's like, the, Twitter has its own brand. It is fine. Like, it is completely fine on its own. He did not need to touch, mess with, change literally anything. He has only made the platform worse. And now he wants to rebrand it. He wants to call the tweets X's. And he wants... It's not a a follower. It's a viewer. It's like, this is, it's like fetch. Stop trying to make fetch happen. happen. (laughs) Well, I just don't get it. Yeah. And he's making it brand like with his brand and not with the brand that already is successful. Right. Exactly. Don't, I mean, that's what Twitter made Twitter popular. Don't mess with it. If it it ain't broke, don't fix it. Oh, I know. Yeah. Just don't get his deal. I don't either. Well, of course, Meta, Facebook released threads and already seen a huge jump in uh, popularity for threads. I have not been on threads yet. I, I have I, I need to get on there and just kind of play around. The only thing I don't like about it is it's linked to your Instagram account. So if you ever want to delete your Instagram or delete your threads account, you're going to delete your Instagram account, too. But you can like snooze your threads account. You can like deactivate, oh, okay. but not get rid of. And I think okay. it's just because like the handles are tied. Got right, yeah. So, so we had a meeting about this at work. Um, I think you missed yeah, it, but we had, we had a meeting. Out. Yeah, we had a meeting about it and talked about it. And it was it was I'm on Threads. Uh, my mom invited me. My mom is huge on Twitter. <laughs> I know that sounds really weird, but my mom has been a Bravo TV Real Housewives fan for years, and like she is like a like she's a smack talker on Twitter. So as soon as threads opened up, she was like, oh, girl, 
they don't have me blocked on on threads yet, so I'm going to get it <laughs> while I fit in. <laughs> oh, yeah. Vicki Gunvalson, like several of the housewives have blocked my mom because, she, like oh, I said, man. she's okay, a smack what, talker. What's your mom's Twitter handle so we can follow her and see what she's what she's saying oh. on Twitter? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's sorry, mom. I'm going to out you a little bit. I think it's Fifi McGarrett. Fifi McGarrett? <laughs> yes. It's okay. an inside joke in our family, but yes, okay. it's Fifi McGarrett at, like, it's at it's Fifi not McGarrett. A, that's not yeah, a real name, but okay. No, it's, it is not. <laughs> Although that would be, that would be pretty awesome too. <laughs> but yeah, she invited me over on threads and I immediately got into it because I was like, okay, I got to get in and see like how this works. I'm not much of a, of a Twitter person. In fact, I have not tweeted in years. I don't. I have an account because it's old, but I'm not much of a of a Twitter or a tweeter. But the threads, it, it's okay. I'm more of a lurker myself, so it's okay for me to like surf for a while. But the the layout is just not my favorite. I I'm I'm more of an Instagram, Facebook, TikTok girly, though. Yeah. So. But yeah, well, if, yeah. yeah, if you're on, on threads, let us know. Yeah, we'd like to know see how, what you like better, threads or, or Twitter, or you're going to jump ship now that it's called X? I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. What do you want, X? What? I just, it's like, it's uh, like yeah. a drug. Yeah, it's like, oh, did you see somebody's X the other day? Like, I don't, that's. Yeah, I, it just seems it just seems really dumb. Well, Maybe we use. Just, we use tweets in so much of a, a like our our verbiage. Like when we report on a story, oh hey, so and so tweeted the other day. What are we gonna say? Xed? So and so xed the other day and said this. Like, is that how that's gonna work? Yeah, it just sounds really dumb. It does. It really does. It's very cringy. Thing. It's very cringy to me. So And you to, know what? Honestly, everyone's still gonna call it Twitter. So no matter how much Elon pushes yeah. X and X. Everyone's still going to call it Twitter. So you know what? Just just let it be. Just accept it's, that no one wants to call it X and just yeah. let it be. I really think he's going to kill the platform. Oh, I do too. And I wonder if he's intentionally sabotaging it just to kill it. I don't know. Who knows? It'll, it'll but yeah, but then what's like this nice beef with it. Zuckerberg then? Because I, I mean, I if, if his... Ego. I mean, that's really what this is. It's his ego. If like, if my ego was on the line in in the in my ego was as big as his, I'm not losing anything. Like, I'm not changing anything. I'm not sabotaging. Like, I am going to make this the best freaking platform. If I got to fight against Zuckerberg, mm -hmm. who who created the most successful social media platform that we have ever seen, it's like what I've I've got to I got to bring in big guns. I got to make this amazing and he's doing the opposite yeah he's making it worse uh whatever all right well Stressful. we may we may still be on twitter <laughs> <laughs> we'll see um hey jamie fox we finally got to see him in person since his mysterious hospitalization a few months ago no one seems to know what it is and even jamie in the video doesn't say what it is he just says that it would be something that he would never go never thought he would go through and says that he, quote, went to hell and back. I mean, obviously it was pretty serious, but still didn't reveal what it was. But he says the reason why he didn't post or give updates, everything was kept quiet, is because he didn't want us to see him like that. He said he didn't want to see us with tubes and 
being hooked up to machines, which, yeah, it, it is pretty jarring to see one of your, you know, a celebrity or someone of that stature being hooked up to machines. I mean, like when, uh, when, um, oh my gosh, Hawkeye, why did his name leave my, my mind all of a sudden? Jeremy Renner. Well, we yeah. saw Jeremy Renner hooked up to a bunch of stuff. I mean, that that's pretty scary and jarring to see. I mean, obviously, you don't want to ever see anyone like that. And so, but, you know, when we've talked about privacy in the past, I can understand with Jamie keeping everything just quiet. You know, don't just let people know, hey, he's hospitalized. He's on the mend. He's doing okay. You know, just kind of respect the privacy thing and never saw photo. I mean, we, we saw some paparazzi photos of like his family going into a uh, rehab facility in Chicago, we, but we never really saw Jamie, you know, in the hospital or in rehab. We never saw, everything was pretty, you know, close knit. And that's why, and that Jamie wanted that. He wanted everything to just to be quiet. Don't say anything. Just let me have my privacy. Let me recover. And then uh, what was like a couple of weeks ago, we saw someone post a video of him at a top golf in Naperville in Illinois. Um, and then finally, Jamie comes out with his Instagram photo last week or video last week, Friday, letting people know that, you know, Hey, I'm on the men. I'm doing well. I don't want you to see me the way I was. I just want you to remember me as the guy cracking jokes, having a good time. Um, but good news is he says that, you know, that while his road recovery had some potholes, he's coming back and he's able to work. So, I mean, in the video, he looks great. I mean, he looks like the Jamie Foxx that we all know and remember. And I think that's what he wants. He doesn't want us to have that vision on the back of his, you know, on the back of our minds of him being hooked up to tubes and equipment for whatever it was he was hospitalized for. He wants us to remember him as Jamie Foxx. So we know Jamie Foxx for and that's being a comedian, actor, funny guy, you know, life of the party. I respect that. I, I the only, the only thing is like, it adds. So it's, like, I don't think anything like, less of happened? Jeremy. Yeah, yeah, I don't think anything less of Jeremy Renner for for exposing and being vulnerable in that moment mm -hmm. and being honest about, you know, where he was at, what was happening and everything. And maybe because, you know, Jeremy's accent was so public that yeah. he may not have had that choice and Jamie Foxx did. I Yeah, I don't I know. Mean, I I respect I, I respect that he just wants to be yeah. like, hey, look, I'm good now. We don't need to talk about it. We don't need to dwell on it. It's not, that's not someplace that I want you to be in with me. Mm -hmm. Let's move on to bigger and better things. Let's, you know, yeah. let's recover. I, I only want you to see me in a good, healthy place, which I, as a fan, I appreciate because it's mm -hmm. like we've talked about before, these parasocial relationships that we have with our, our favorite celebrities it can be absolutely, I mean, Tony Bennett died and I was yeah. devastated like, when I learned that. It was like, I've listened to his yeah. music for my entire life and it was, it can, it can be, it can be very upsetting to be hit with that kind of reality. So it, he probably saved a lot of people, a lot of anxiety and anguish. Oh yeah. So. Yeah, respect. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, we don't want to, yeah. I mean, it was shocking when you see a legend like Tony Bennett passing away, you know, just this past week and the, the millions of people that he's touched over the, the decades. I mean, he's, he's, he's gone through generations, you know, like 
our grandparents, our parents, us. I mean, he he's been on different. Uh, he's he's done different duets with current artists like Lady Gaga. You know, Lady Gaga yeah. did a did a whole thing with Tony Bennett. A whole wasn't it an album not that long ago? Yeah, this was featured on an album. Oh um, yeah, yeah. So he calls her Lady. <laughs> her nickname is Lady. Oh, I know when What's I oh, name? yeah, but I bet yeah, she's I, having a rough time. Oh, for sure, for sure, definitely. Um, but yeah, we we do have these, like you said, these these relationships with these celebrities that we want to know, but we also have to respect the privacy. We're not family. We're not close friends. Yeah. With Jeremy Renner, it was so public, and it was, I mean, it was a freak accident where he nearly lost his life. Yeah. And I think for Jeremy, I think he did it as a way just for the fans, but also I think as an inspiration for. I mean, for someone that we thought would never walk again or even act for that matter. I mean, gosh, where he where he was and where he is now, it's just like, whoa. I mean, this yeah, guy's got drive. Yeah. And I think says for Jamie Foxx, the same thing. I mean, you know, he whatever it was, obviously was life threatening for him to be in the hospital for what he was, had to go to rehab. So um, but Jamie Foxx, Jeremy Renner, two different people and you know, I think just wanted two different things. So but we're glad well, Jamie's doing well. Yeah, for sure. All right. Um, so now we're gonna move on to the meat of our podcast this week. Breakups. Oh M G where there's some breakups. First, we haven't heard a lot about Bella Hadid. She's pretty quiet. You don't hear a lot about Bella Hadid. And so Bella and her boyfriend Mark Coleman broke up after dating for two years. Uh, apparently it was amicable, according to e news. And it's always um, amicable. It always is amicable. Yeah. <laughs> now she is still being treated for Lyme disease. She's not in rehab, according to the source. Um, so I, I don't know if she's trying to focus more on that or if it just took a toll on the relationship. Doesn't really know. But apparently she's trying to take some time to obviously get her health back or, you know, at least manageable. Um, now let's get on to a couple of big ones. This one, this one was shocking. Joe Manganiello and Sofia Vergara. Yes. Yeah. Those two announced that they are separated. Heading, it, it seemed like they were heading for divorce, which is true. Joe filed for divorce uh, two days after announcing their split after seven years of marriage. Now, the reason, according to a source telling People Magazine, was that Joe really wanted to have a baby. Sophia did not. And that that caused a big rift. Another source says that they also had different ways of dealing with fame and personal interests. Um, See, the the baby thing is really frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> it's really frustrating because her ex, so she was with what's, I don't remember his name. She was with old boy and they had frozen embryos. Right. And yeah. He wanted to, after they split up, she, he wanted to use them. He's like, I want a baby like that. That's I'm ready to go. Let's find a surrogate and I'm going to do my thing. And she was like, "Eh, eh, no, I don't want that. And she has been very honest and open for years about not wanting children. Yeah. So it's like, I, it's, it's disappointing because it's, because it puts the burden onto her, but she's never been 
anything but honest. And she said that she, yeah, it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. She, uh, it's just icky to do that yeah. to, oh, to a woman. She, um, she was uh, dating Nick Loeb. That's it. That's it. That's two, his name. In 2000, for, for a couple of years, and they called off the engagement. That was back in, uh, they dated, they, they got engaged in, in 2012, dated for two years, called off their engagement in 2014. And then that's when she met Joe Magniello. I always butcher his name. Manganello. Manganello. It yeah. looks way more intimidating <laughs> than it actually is. I literally have to <laughs> struggle through his last name every time. I don't know why. That's just <laughs> one of those names I struggle with. But just gonna uh, say and it then, fast. Then, yeah. Then uh, it was kind of fast because Nick Loeb, Sophia called off their engagement in May of 2014. And then Joe and Sophia became engaged on Christmas Eve of 14 and then got married that following November in 2015. Um, I loved them together. I mean, I'm very disappointed in this because it's, I really did feel like they had a good, strong relationship, but we did kind of see this coming, excuse me, because her birthday was recently and Joe just posted like happy birthday on Instagram. Like it was just Mm -hmm. like a meh. Happy yeah, birthday. Like happy birthday. And it she wasn't was, like she a, was in Italy with friends. Yeah. Just yeah, celebrating I mean, her birthday. Yeah. They weren't even together. And and that's fine because they were probably separating or breaking up. And you know, it's usually mm-hmm. a long, drawn out process when you're breaking up a marriage. So it's like they were split up, but he he made it there, yeah. There was speculation on her birthday that things were in trouble because yeah. of his post being just like, meh, happy birthday. And right. normally it's, I love you so much. You're the best thing. Like, it's always like a big production <laughs> with celebrities <laughs> on their birthdays and stuff. Yeah. Well, for anybody. Right. My husband's birthday was this weekend and I did the same thing. <laughs> there you go. Made sure it was a big deal. Big deal. Like, here's your annual I love you post. <laughs> so, yeah, that that's too bad. Um, yeah. The other one that we that was kind of sh- kind of out of nowhere as well, um, Ariana Grande and Dalton Gomez. So at Wimbledon, people noticed one of the photos that was taken of Ariana because she was sitting with um, Andrew Garfield and another one of her um, uh, castmates from Wicked that she was not wearing her her wedding ring. And so it finally came out that she and Dalton had s- separated. And I guess it's been since January. And we just find out a couple weeks ago that, oh, they, they're separated? And it's been since January? Wow. Um, now, if you remember, those two got together during the pandemic. And according to a source that during the pandemic, that was what they needed. They needed the companionship during the pandemic. They were perfect for each other. Then... Once the restrictions were lifted, you know, Ariana has a bit more of a social life and such than Dalton does. I mean, she's a Dalton. I believe he's a real estate. Yeah, he's in real estate. And Ariana is, you know, megastar. So two different lifestyles, obviously. And I guess that was kind of hard for for Dalton to kind of do. And so that's what led to the split. 
now we're learning that Ariana is dating her wicked co-star Ethan Slater. This is not the Ethan that was seen, I believe, with her in the um, no in the Wimbledon. This, this is totally this is someone different. And yes. so apparently they met during the production of the film, and uh, I guess it's been going on for a few months because I guess it was a photo of the two of them back in March where they were seated together at some restaurant. Mm-hmm. Now the, the kicker is Ethan is still married. Oh, yes, he is. Yeah. Uh, Her name is Lily J. And a source tells page six that, you know, they were high school sweethearts. Uh, They just had a baby last year together and she was completely blindsided. Yeah. By the relationship. Um, But there's other reports saying that they were separated. Right. And that they were separated before he started dating Ariana Grande. Yeah. No. Supposedly. Supposedly. But page six has also found that there was a post on Instagram from May of Ethan gushing over Lillian, you know, happy Mother's Day, such a great mother, da-da-da. Um, so if if this has been going on between Ariana and Ethan for a few months, uh, I can't say a few months being... I, I feel like a few months is like four months, maybe. I, I don't see a few months being like two. Yeah, that's a couple. <laughs> that's a couple, right. And well, so, and he, yeah, there's there's conflicting things on when did this really start? Did it start in he, March? Did it start in just <laughs> April? I, mean, when it, I don't know. It, it, it's it's kind of icky. Well, supposedly, so here, here's, here, so we're kind of getting like the Joe Alwyn, Taylor Swift treatment with right. Ariana and Dalton because like you said, like this was not his lifestyle. As a real estate agent, I would assume that's not his lifestyle. He no. was confused because like once the world opened up and he could do things with Ari out in public, she needs bodyguards everywhere she goes mm-hmm. uh, because she's Ariana freaking grande. <laughs> and he was like, can't we just like go with, like why do we need a whole team to go? Like he, that concept was so beyond him that it really caused like a lot of like, are you stupid <laughs> treatment? So that probably led to some resentment and led to them having a falling out. They separated in January, mm-hmm. but got back together. I believe it was either March or May. They got back together and tried to make it work for a couple weeks. It didn't. Right. And then that's when she officially moved on to Ethan and Dalton's been, you know, seeing other people as well. And in fact, she had like the uh, supposedly another source was like, I'm surprised that nobody picked up on this because They've been separated for months. And even though they did get back together for a brief period, it was never serious. They were just trying to see if they could make it work and they couldn't. So whatever. And if that is the case, like they were together. I I mean, it was an M month. I don't remember if it was March or May, but I think it was May that they had gotten back together. So maybe, maybe Ethan and Maybe they had started kind of like having a little fling on set or being a little flirty. And then she was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, if I'm going to do this, I mean, I need to know for sure that my marriage is over. And she went back to Dalton to make sure that her marriage was over. Because you can't, you can't ruin, you know, potentially ruin or end your marriage, you know, with a co-star, with a co-worker without no you know i mean like that's a big step and even though you've been separated if you've met this person you're like okay i i really like this person but i'm about to you know i'm about to kind of ruin my home kind of thing so maybe that's why they got back together because she was having feelings for ethan and she's like maybe i need 
maybe I need to put things into perspective. So she got back together with Dalton or, you know, started seeing him again um, and trying to see if this was going to be salvageable. And it wasn't. And that's when they they split up for sure. And maybe that's when Ethan left his wife. Yeah. Um, it, Which it, if it was it, in May, that makes sense that he would have done the Mother's Day post and been right. still very much about his wife because he was maybe feeling a little guilty for being a little too flirty with Ariana on set. And then... Yeah. When she came back and she's like, okay, I'm ready to do the thing. And he was like, all right, cool. <laughs> I'm going to throw my whole <laughs> life away. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it just seems a little, a little icky if, if you try to break down the timeline and just doesn't does. quite. Yeah. So, but yeah. Can but we address you, the elephant in the room? Okay. What is the elephant in the room? <laughs> Ethan Slater is not an attractive dude. I'm sorry. He's not an attractive dude. He looks like a total dweeb. He played SpongeBob SquarePants in SpongeBob SquarePants the musical on Broadway. What? He was SpongeBob? Yeah. He's SpongeBob. There's a whole SpongeBob musical on Broadway and he plays SpongeBob. Like he's incredibly talented, very very talented. Not my cup of tea in the looks department, which maybe I'm being superficial, maybe I'm being hateful. I apologize. But let's like Ariana Grande is the queen of doing charity work when it comes to dating ugly men. I, I was, I'm sorry, but I just, I went back and I looked at her dating history and maybe in her Nickelodeon days, like when she was like just starting out on the scene, she had some very cute counterparts, but the last attractive man that I have seen her with is big Sean. Wow. Big Sean. And that was, that's ancient history at this point. I don't even think Dalton Gomez was all that good looking. But you, I mean, I Pete even, Davidson. Davidson. I'm sorry. And I'm sorry. I'm, I, Mac Miller is not my, my flavor either. But like, she has just reached a level, like, she has reached such a level of, a, of attractiveness for herself. She's like, I'm literally the prettiest person on earth. So why not? scoop men out of the gutter and date them like apparently <laughs> wow she deserves a nobel peace prize for her charity work in, in the dating scene <laughs> i don't know maybe maybe there's something else to ethan slater we don't know about i don't know i mean obviously we don't know much about ethan slater other than he's the spongebob in the musical on broadway and he's going to star in the wicked film with ariana grande He's I guess very he was also, talented. He was also in the Wicked uh, Broadway production, too. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I want to give credit where credit is due. He is very, very talented. You don't get to star on Broadway without having an absolute immense amount of talent. But might be some other things as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, moving on to our war story now. <laughs> After after Shyler just torched <laughs> a giggle Grande's dating life, <laughs> um, this you know what I I really do like Margot Robbie. Oh She's yeah, me too. A, she is a fun actress. She whatever role she plays, she does a phenomenal job. Um, I really hope in the DC universe they don't recast her for Harley Quinn because I think she's an amazing Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. But obviously she's in the Barbie movie, which again we have not seen yet. Um, we're hoping to see it soon, but it looks like a fun movie. I mean, the cast is 
I mean, you, you got Margot Robbie as Barbie, Ryan Gosling as Ken, uh, Will Ferrell's in it, uh, Kate McKinnon, uh, Seema Lou is in it. it and, both of uh, Barbenheimer this weekend. Just two absolutely yeah. stacked movies. Their right. casts are just insane. Sorry. And, and it's one of those weekends where, like, if your husband wants to go see Oppenheimer and you want to go see Barbie, that's where you just kind of like, okay, you find the kind of movie times that kind of work, you know, are almost together. Just, you know, go one goes sees Oppenheimer, the other one goes sees Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> Guys' night out, girls' night out. There you go. Um, and they and they got it timed pretty well because oh, yeah, Oppenheimer sure. is a three hour long movie, so the girls have time to go and have a margarita after Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> well, it seems like now in the theaters you can get one of those too. Now at most theaters, now it seems like, or at least at least a glass of wine or something. Not at um, mine, but dang, not at yours. That would oh, be here, great. Here we got. You can get beer, or wine at the at the theater. Oh man, yeah. man, come over to your neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, you come over to our neighborhood. We even got an IMAX too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, that's okay. So uh Robbie was on with uh on BBC Radio 2 with her co-star Ryan Gosling and talked about how growing up she got a new babysitter, but she really liked her old babysitter. I guess her old babysitter's name was Talia, who was 16, and Margot thought she was the coolest thing ever. And so the new babysitter was much uh, babysitter was much older. She wasn't happy about it. So in an effort to get her old babysitter back, this is what Margot says. She says that I guess the new babysitter got quote unquote cranky after Margot refused to take a bath. So Margot thought, well, I'm going to show you. So quote, this is what Mar Margot's saying. And so I got a big kitchen knife and the ketchup and I sprawled out naked on the tiles covered myself in ketchup and put the kitchen knife and I waited for like 45 minutes for her to find me. Once the babysitter found her, apparently she ran out the door screaming, discovering Margot's body and Margot's added with a smile quote, it was worth the wait. What? <laughs> Margot. Oh. That is that is wild. That is diabolical. How old? Is she, how old did she say she was? I don't know how old she. she does, I, I I don't know how old she was. I mean, obviously young enough to have a, a babysitter. But you to know, see I gotta your own to death like that. Holy cow! The woman was born to be an actress. I mean, oh, yeah. The level of drama that you need to have is as part of your everyday like internal dialogue to be like, I know how I'm going to get my old babysitter back. Maybe not go and talk to my parents and say, hey, I really had a good time with the old babysitter. I'd rather I'd rather have her back instead of like a logical <laughs> course of yeah. action. I'm going to fake my death yes. and traumatize this poor old woman. I mean, oh, my God, Margo, I hope Margot Robbie when she got into acting, told this story. Like oh, when yeah. you, you kind of go through like interview process, tell me a little bit about how'd you get into acting? Well, as a child, I really wanted my old babysitter back. So I staged my own death and it was so good. It caused the current babysitter to run out of the room screaming. I played it so well at the age of whatever she was. Um, <laughs> that is I mean, genius, but also terrifying and i really hope that she has sent that poor lady like 
a very nice floral arrangement. Oh, you know what? I'm, in the I'm sure that I'm sure that <laughs> once I'm sure the old babysitter just knows like, oh, oh, Margot Robbie, the superstar now, the one that caused me to nearly just. I mean, I can't imagine that babysitter when she saw that and, and just thought, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I mean, just the sure hell she put her through during that time. I'm assuming that the old babysitter, you know, found out. But, oh, of my course. God. But also, like, she didn't check on her for 45 minutes. <laughs> that's kind of a red flag. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Margo was on to something there. Yeah, I'm sure that the parents got a call and then Margo was like, well, I laid there for 45 minutes. That should tell you something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't say if the old baby or if the babysitter that she wanted came back, but. Yeah, so. Wow, we need more details, Margo. Did you get oh, your old babysitter back? Or was it at least, did it lead to what you wanted, the objective in yes. the first place? Did you, yeah, did you get the old babysitter back? It must not what have. Happened? Otherwise, she would have said that. Yeah, what happened to the old How What happened to the babysitter that found you? And what did your parents say? I bet she got in trouble because <laughs> I wouldn't tell anybody either. <laughs> no, uh-uh. no. Oh man. And who got to, who had to clean up? I'm sure Margo probably had to clean up the mess. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, what she should have done is as soon as that lady ran away screaming, you clean it up. And then when she comes back and she's like, what happened to the knife and then blood and the blood. What? What are you talking about? That's I, when I, you I really show reading the whole time. And then you start messing you... with her psych, you know, psychologically. That's when you really, you really test out them acting chops. Oh, when you're like, for sure. What are you talking about? I took a bath 45 minutes ago, like you asked me to, and I've been in my bed. I was reading whatever book, or I was doing my homework, or being a good little girl. Yeah. Start <laughs> messing with her. Oh, poor woman, probably testing Oh, that would have been, that would have been bad. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't do what we just said. Don't, don't do it. Do not try not this doing- at home. Do not do not try to get your old babysitter back and try and stage your death. That's just wrong. I know. I hope we're not giving anybody any bad ideas. Oh, boy. <laughs> no. And on that note, that ends this episode of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. As we recap and discuss some of the big entertainment stories from the week, make sure you subscribe as we drop new episodes every Tuesday. You can catch up with past Hollywood gossip and news at B1029.com or anywhere you get your podcasts. For Shyler, I'm Joe from B1029. We'll talk to you again next week.